You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Amen. And so it's great to have you this morning. This is so special today. Because yes, we have our regular prevailing women's uh, meetings. And you see my face all the time. I'm so happy <laughs> that my mama is here. I'm, I'm so happy that you get to see the woman that I call mom. And I don't just call mom just for calling sake. You know, sometimes you say mama this and it doesn't mean much. But when you have nursed, when someone has nursed you, when you've been able to take and drink from the abundance and the treasures, when you've been weak and you've been able to drink and be strengthened, when you've been discouraged and you've been able to drink and you can run through troops, then you know that you are being nursed. My mama has nursed me over the years. And you know, um, you don't see grown adults on the breasts. This one has not left the breasts. <laughs> glory, glory. I remembered when, just as I stood here, I remembered some years ago, many years back, when my mom gave me, this is, I had like a vision. And she gave me her old shoes. I don't think mommy remembers. I told you many years ago. And she gave me her old shoes to wear. And I was so excited and I was so happy because she had other shoes now. So, so I was given old shoes and I was excited. And I, and I took the shoes and I put the shoes on and they were so big and I couldn't really walk. And then I turned to her and said, Mommy, the shoes are big. Naturally speaking, I have bigger feet. All right? But when she gave me the shoes, they were too big for me. And she says to me, you will grow into it. I haven't grown into them yet. But I'm growing. And I thank the Lord for blessing me with a great woman of God. I want us to stand as we honor and we welcome to the microphone our mother, Reverend Grace Ayedobo. Hallelujah. 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 Let's give it for the Lord, the hand clap, the shout. Hallelujah. I'm so glad to be here. I'm so glad to be alive to see this day. Now, let me just give this one up front. As we were worshiping, I saw uh, like a, 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 a medical laboratory or a clinic with a bed. And I kept hearing the Lord saying infusion, infusion, tra transfusion is like God said he is, as the worship was going on, I saw like the angel of the Lord were in assignment, on assignment to infuse something into your bone. 
into your bone, into your bone. See, I mean, the, the, the word, the spirit were being transmitted into your bone. And you are being strengthened from the inner man. You can never remain the same again. A time of worship is not just worship. It's, it's a time when God begins to impact you. And there is an impartation in your life. The Lord said to tell you, I don't know you. I don't know if you're a member of the church. But there's a great purpose for your life. And there are yet other fulfillment of prophetic utterances and declaration upon your life. This is the time for you to step out and do what the Lord has been asking you to do. And he's going to strengthen you for it. And he said he's going to surprise you. He said he will surprise you. He's going to surprise you. Because you've been asking questions, how will it be done? The power of the Holy Ghost is going to come upon you like the answer. The angel of the Lord, angel Gabriel, go to Mary. He said, that which will be given birth to. I don't know if you are giving birth to something new. But he said, that will be given birth to, will be holy. It will be called the Son of God. Because whatsoever is born of God overcomes. And you are overcoming. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Please take your seats. Uh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. You know, recently, over the years, God has helped me to give back to daughters. And many of them are all over the place, powerful preachers than myself, like Uba you have here. Powerful. I'm telling you, I'm not kidding. And recently, I have to call some of the ladies currently in the office, and I said, I have a concern for something. My concern is not that we're not doing well in the area of doing activity, doing ministry, but I started feeling, will any of you be able to carry the anointing of God upon my life? Wow. I told them. And I told them what I've seen. I've seen different, I've seen manifestation of some carnality and so on. And I'm like, is it as I'm growing older now, it's becoming difficult and let me, don't, don't, don't get me wrong. These are spiritual women. These are, you know, I mean, they are just on top of, of the thing. But it's like, where will this anointing go? Will I die with it? And I told them, you get to take time in the presence of God. Because if you don't do that, I'm going to import ladies from all over the world, impact them, and they will come and take your place. And you'll be wondering, how did it happen? Of course, you know what happened. The, my office, my reception was full of tears. <laughs> but I thank God for Pastor Uba's life. I thank God for her life. And everything you have been doing, the Lord said to tell you, is just a dress rehearsal. It's a dress rehearsal. Because there is the greater purpose coming upon your life. You will be so surprised. You will be so surprised. And everything, every hindrance, every blockade, you know, every crooked place, the Lord is going to make them straight Amen. so that you will enter into the written. Because hitherto, we've been practicing. The, pra the time for practical things are coming ahead of you in Jesus' name. Amen. Help me celebrate, Pastor Uba, my precious daughter. Precious daughter. 
Hallelujah. Amen. One among a thousand. Amen. You know, you bring back, back to a child uh, and it's like one is a thousand. You know how Israeli does it? When they want to swap prisoners, they can swap. At, uh, what, do, what do you call them now? This other one. Uh, the one close to them, they are always fighting. They can swap one Israeli with 1,000 other people. Give us one Israeli and we'll give you 1,000 prisoners from our end. Because it's worth it. Praise the Lord. Amen. So Iba is one among a thousand. It's one among a thousand. And I know what I'm talking about. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I will want you to take time right now to pray because you've received the anointing to pray. Because um, as I was preparing for today, I prayed for you that the power of the the power of the Lord and the ability of God will flow in your life. Amen. Hallelujah! Amen. That the greater purpose of God will be fulfilled in your life. And I want you to do the prayer right now. Just pray for yourself. Karakat. The power and the ability for God. We're still in the season of the spirit, the power, and the glory. And I don't want to digress. I don't want to digress. I have many, many things to say. But I just want to stay within the team of this conference. The power and the ability of God. Flowing and operating through us to accomplish greater purposes on earth. Oh God, we lift up our hands and we lift up our hands, even in the realm of the spirit, for your power to flow, for your ability to sow. In Jesus' name, we pray. You are still praying. Pray that you'll be able to carry the fire of God. Amen. Not just carry the fire. You will embrace the fire of God. You will carry the fire of God. Amen. Come and pray, somebody. Amen. I want to embrace the fire. Yes, I embrace your fire. I'm not running away from your fire like the children of Israel. We're asking Moses, you go get the fire and come and talk to us. I don't want God to talk to us. You do the talking. I don't want to stay at a distance. I don't want to stay far away. I want your power. I want your fire in my life. I embrace your fire. I embrace your anointing. I embrace the spirit of burning. I want you to pray, Father, that God will use your ordinary life in extraordinary ways to minister the love of God to this generation. My ordinary life. Yes. Use it, Lord, to do extraordinary things. Use me, Lord, to do extraordinary things beyond my imagination, my lifestyle. My talking, my interactions, my connections at home with my family, the natural life I live, 
Let it become an extraordinary one. Let it become an extraordinary life. Kobo Shechele Borobo. Help me to live a life empowered by the Holy Ghost. A life empowered by the Holy Ghost. Help me to grow beyond great to good, with good to great. Beyond what is good to what is great. I want to move ahead. I don't want to remain where I have been. Oh, thank you, Lord. It has been good so far. But I want to move from good to great. To a life empowered by the Holy Ghost. Reke bobo shetelebe. Ledere boroborobo shatalaba. Pray that the Lord will fill you with joy and gladness. Fill with me joy, gladness, and praise. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Blessed be your name. And the people of God say what? Amen. A big amen. Amen. God bless you. Good to see your beautiful faces. You are so beautiful. Tell your neighbor, you are beautiful. I was telling someone, I was telling someone that, do you know what is trending nowadays? It's not because you are slim or big. It's you being comfortable in your own skin. Just be comfortable in your skin. Once there's no health hazard. If you are big, I used to tell people, God that made the cat make the elephant. In the animal kingdom, there are no complaints. No complaints. Human beings are the one that is not content. I don't even know what is happening. So if you are big, you are big for a purpose. If you are small, you are small for a purpose. If you are in the middle, that's how God wants it. Once there is no health hazard, just feel comfortable in your own skin. There are places I think we enter. There are places that need... Uh, Anneli. There are people that will see Irene and say, please, just stay aside. And they say Anneli. I say, welcome, madam. <laughs> oh, I love God. I love God. He knows what he's doing. So you are all beautiful. You are all okay. Amen. Praise the Lord. So today I want to share briefly what I titled Building a Great Personality by the Holy Spirit. Because there's, there are lots and lots of teaching out there about self-esteem, asserting yourself, do you understand, you know, affirming yourself and so on. And before you realize it, pride and arrogance have come in. So that's why I say by the Holy Spirit. By the Holy Spirit. Building that great personality. Why? Because God said to me concerning you, he's preparing you for a great thing ahead of you. Write today down, I've said it, Amen. that many of you are going places. Amen. That God is opening doors before you. Amen. God is making the crooked places straight. Amen. God has got great women in this house. Great, great, great women that will still go to places because the gospel is global in nature. I was telling some pastors recently, I said, you see, 
you are no longer, competition among churches is no longer local. You are not competing against one church somewhere in Rosebank. Is that, am I okay? In Rosebank, in Santin. Yeah, no, 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 no. Church, have, the whole thing is global. That's why when you are, when you are doing live streaming, you're already in the world. So it's not local. Competition. Say so to somebody, competition is no longer local. Competition is global. Trust me. It's global. Your life is global. Everything you are doing, don't do it as if it's localized. Go into all the world and preach the gospel. It is into all the world to the end of the earth. Therefore, your preparation must be global. Everything you are doing, you must be global in your thinking. You must be global in your mentality. Whatever you are doing, you must have global in mind. It's international. So we're doing church in this place, but it's global. We're being watched all over the world. In the United States of America, wherever, all over the world. And because of what God wants to do, you need to build your personality Amen. by the Holy Spirit. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 10. Let's read. Uh, do, are we going to have it on screen? Ephesians 3 verse 10. It said to the intent that now, you know, we're talking about wisdom yesterday. We were talking about divine intelligence. Hmm? as the power of God and that the content of the spirit of God upon your life is one one over seven power the rest has to do with divine intelligence spirit of wisdom spirit of understanding spirit of the fear of God spirit of counsel amen and all the spirit that God will give to you but the Pentecostal have zero in only on power. And therefore, we do foolish things. We do things that are not acceptable. Even in global standard. So, but he now said, this is the intention of God. You see, God has his intention. He's not just putting together an entities and dummies. The intention of God is that he now, the manifold wisdom of God might be known, known, made known by the church to principalities and powers in the heavenly places. So if that is the intention of God, will you remain ignorant? I'm glad to tell you, ignorance is no longer an asset. If it used to be before, it's a liability now. It's not an asset. So if God wants to use you to prove to principalities and power, should you remain where you are? No. You must submit yourself to the incubation of the Holy Spirit to incubate you by the time you manifest. Wisdom will be using out of you and out of your operations. Nobody will be able to put you aside. Because of the intention of God. This intention of God is so important that you are very intentional in your training. Amen. 
And when you come to meetings like this, you are so attentive and you are focused. And as soon as the meeting is over, you're not going to just shake your whatever, your skirt and your pint and just go home and remain as you are. You walk with it within 48 hours. Every word of God you hear, walk with it. And you may not be able to walk with everything, but there's definitely going to be a rema. A rema that you are taking home. A rema that you want to walk with. To prove that the word of God is true. You're not going to be coming to church every day, every time, and remaining the same. And it's like the word of God lacks power. No, the power of the word of God remains intact. It's you that is not working with it. Because of the intention of God. Say with me, God has an intention, God has an intention for, me. for me. You take it personal. Does God have an intention for you? Yes, of course. There is an intention of God for me. Hallelujah. Amen. And let me give you an example. Uh, Genesis chapter 41, verse 38. Or oh, should we read from verse 35 or somewhere? Genesis Chapter 41, there's a man there called Joseph. You know the life of Joseph. You know the life of Joseph. You know how he was sold into slavery. The, the person, are we there? Genesis chapter 41 from verse 35. Praise God. 41, my dear. Okay, you know Joseph, how he was sold into slavery. How he was stripped of everything. How he was sold. No, in those days when they want to sell slaves, you have to remove their shirt so that the person that wants to buy them will feel them if they are strong. You know, in, in, in 19, uh, 2019, Ghana is declaring a year of return for all black people outside Africa that they can return home because in, in, in 2019, it will be 400 years exactly that the first slave landed in America. And somebody was saying, that prophecy of your, your descendant will spend 400 years, not just for Israel. And I agree, because the word of God is alive forever. So they are coming back to Africa. And Africa is opening its door for any black person that wants to come home. Because for 400 years, the best was carried out of Africa. They will feel them. So when the West is trying to criticize Africa, it's like, no, 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 you can't do that because you ripped us for 400 years. And I'm going to be among the campaigners for it by the grace of God. For people to come. Come back home. So it's, uh, Joseph was sold to Egypt. Without any cloth on him. And you know, he landed in the home of Potiphar. And you know all that took place in Potiphar's house. But he landed there with the fire of the Holy Ghost. With the power of the Holy Ghost. With the anointing of the Spirit. He landed there. And he became the manager of the home. You can be the head and not the tail. You can be above only. You can take charge wherever you find yourself. That is the design for you. Praise the Lord, somebody. Yeah. And so, so, then, you know what happened? He fell into trouble and then landed in the prison. He didn't land in prison. He landed in the dungeon. Wow. Wow. In the dungeon. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Let's just go, 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 down, go backward. Uh, I think it's around, uh, let's see verse 30 first, where he was called out of the dungeon. He was called out of the dungeon. And Pharaoh said to him, I had a dream. And my men could not interpret them. And Joseph, the Bible says, when the king called him, he saved his beard and wore a clean cloth and wasn't even looking that he has been in the dungeon. I don't know the dungeon you have been. You are coming out. You are coming out. So he, uh, he sent and called Joseph and they brought him quickly out of the dungeon and he saved, changed his clothing and came to Pharaoh. And Pharaoh now told him, and, and we used to say, sometimes when you do not know the social aspect of the gospel, you go there to do what you are not sent to do. <laughs> Joseph didn't get there. So he starts speaking in tongues and say, see, I can't say anything until you remove, you remove all these idols. God is not going to speak. No. He said, God will give Pharaoh the answer of peace. No, you will say there's no peace for the wicked. So, all those things happen. But what I want to take out of here from verse, um, from verse 38. Let's see verse 38. I want to take something out of there. Verse 38. And Pharaoh said to his servant, Can we find such a one as this? A man in whom is what? The Spirit of God. The Spirit, the power, and the glory. The Spirit makes the difference. Now, ladies, ladies, I wanted to say ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> ladies, this guy didn't say, you know, I've not been in, in connection with reality. I've been in dungeon. You know, I don't know what the news is saying. You know, I'm not current. You know, I don't know what CNN said yesterday or what the newspaper is saying. Joseph fitted into whatever into whatever capacity to become the prime minister. He was not out of place. You, when they want to give, they say, you know, I've not actually tried this. I don't know how to do it. From today, those such languages will be removed out of your mouth. Such mentalities will be out of you. Wherever you land, you will fit in. Wherever you are called upon, in fact, Jesus said, you don't even have to think so much about what you will say. When that time comes to say something, you are going to make spiritual sense. Why was Joseph like that? Because he has been building himself as a great person in the Holy Spirit. Building yourself as a spiritual person. Amen? Amen. Joseph didn't have problem with self-esteem. Let's just even talk about how it all started. In Genesis chapter 1 verse 26. And God said, let us make man in our own image after our own likeness. He didn't say let's make South Africans in our image and let's make Nigerians in another image. The first thing you need to know about yourself, first and foremost, is that God made you, that you are a creation of God and that you are not different from another person. Some other people might be privileged earlier than you because whether you like it or not, you are going to prosper. Whether you like it or not, you are going to grow. Whether you like it or not, you are going to be influential. Whether you like it or not, you will be great. 
Because you are a creation of God. Do you know when God, you say to somebody, you are God's product. You know, when's Mercedes? When Mercedes or, or, or Range Rover Jaguar, when they release a product into the market, they know what they have released. Tell another person that you are God's product. Do you know what that means? That you are God's product. You are God's products. Now, you may be uh, uh, far wheel, you may be sedan, whatever God has made you, you are God's product. You, God is the one that produces you. So you are not inferior to anyone on earth. You are not inferior to anyone. Even if that person is first lady, that's your role. Be playing your role. But I don't feel inferior. Amen. I don't have insecurity. That is the last thing on my mind. And it's not because of what I have in the bank account. It is because the power of the Holy Ghost is upon my life. And I can stand anywhere. I can speak anywhere. I can address any issue. I can speak for God. I can speak for my nation. I can speak for the women. I am the mediator in my family. Because I'm God's product. That is who you are. So sometimes you, st you stay in front of your mirror and say, God made me. You are going to face someone that seemingly on the earthly realm is higher than you. But God made you. I don't fear anybody. If you say, go meet the president, here I come. Here I come. Just send me the message. Recently, in, a, in, in Nigeria, <laughs> recently, not so long ago, maybe I'll share it with a couple of people. We have some land, very, very big land. When we bought it, it was because I, I, the, there's a foresight that God gives me. So we got this land, very big. It can I mean, accommodate a big estate. And because development have gotten to the place, some people wanted to fight us. Yours sincerely packed her load, her toothbrush and everything, check into an hotel very uh, close to the place, and we fought and we won. Yeah. We collect, we took the land back. Yeah. And there were, you know, uh, Sangoma. Is this Sangoma? Everywhere. And people were afraid. What will happen? I said, I'm not afraid. I just bought bottles of olive oil. Coca-Cola. Olive oil is too sacred for that. <laughs> Bottles of Coca-Cola. <laughs> and pour them and throw the brick clear, the engineer start working. And we were working. And nothing happened to us. And we fenced the whole land. And they were looking at us like this. They could do nothing. There's no fear in my life because God is not fearful. There's no fear in the life of God. Amen. I am a chief of the old block. Amen. I'm created by God. Amen. Amen. So you are God's product and you must not lose this consciousness forever in your life. Amen. That you are made by God. God is your father. Amen. God made me. He said, because I don't like my nose. I want to go and do plastic surgery. That's how he made you. My breast is too small. That's how he made you. 
There's a purpose for that. Okay, my boss is too big. That's how God wants you to be. If everybody's boss is small, 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 there'll be no variety. We need that variety. While growing up, my lips were used to abuse me a lot because I have naturally a kind of pink lips and they would be telling me it's like hot water poured on your lips. And I didn't like my lips. Not just that, my lip is not a small one. And it's like, I will go and look for pencil, black pencil to paint everything so that nothing will show. Ladies, the attraction that my husband saw was my lips. Let me tell your neighbor, leave yourself the way God made you. It's okay. You're okay. Yes. That's it. And now, a lot of people are looking for money to pump their lips. But do you see, the devil is wicked. He can use something to torture you, not knowing that those were. Do you know in those days, eh, some other tribes or some other national think that African bomb was a problem. Now, if you don't have the African bomb... You will go and import. You go and do surgery. Now they all want our bomb. Sorry. Hallelujah. In Jeremiah chapter 1, let's see a man that didn't know what God made him to be. Let's just go to Jeremiah chapter 1 quickly. Jeremiah 1, I will be reading from verse 4. Okay, let's read from here. The words of Jeremiah, the son of Hekai, of the priests who were in Anatok in the land of Benjamin, verse 2, to whom the word of the Lord came in the days of Joshua. When I see something like and the word of God came, I have a feeling that the word of God is a personality. And it used to come. In pidgin English, they say, Iwaka come. The word of the Lord came to Jeremiah, which means the word of God is a personality. He came to him in the 13th year of the reign of Josiah. Verse 3. Verse 3. Let's go on. It came also in the days of Jehoiakim, the son of Joshua, king of Judah, until the end of the 11th year of Zedekiah, the son of Joshua, king of Judah, until the carrying away of Jerusalem captive in the fifth month. Now listen to verse 4. Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, what was the word of the Lord saying? Before I form you in the mother's womb, I knew you. That's the word of the Lord to somebody in this place today. That is how you build your personality by the Holy Ghost, by what God says to you. He was sent to Jeremiah before I form you. I don't know about you. Maybe you think you are just an accident going somewhere to happen. I know I'm not an accident. I know God taught about me thoroughly before he formed this personality called grace. I don't know about you. How about you? Do you think before God formed you, he knew you? 
He knew you so much that he numbered your ear. Not that he counted it. Each strand has a number. And none of your ear falls without the will of God. <laughs> Before I formed you, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctify you. I ordain you a prophet to how many nations? To the nations. Go on. Go on, go on, go on to verse 6. Then said I, ah, that's the problem. We always have the problem about our personality. Ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak. For I am a youth. Moses also gave that, those excuses. I can't talk. I don't know what to do. In fact, I'm, I blab. I cannot go to find someone else. God is used to those complaints. He said, I can't talk. But the Lord said to me, do not say I'm a youth, for you shall go to all to whom I send you, and whatever I command you, you will speak. And he obeyed because of our time. He obeyed. He believed God. Dare to believe God, women of God. Dare to believe God, daughter of God. Before I formed you, I knew you. Hallelujah. So when you want to build your personality by the Holy Spirit, one of the things you do is that you wait upon the Spirit. Because it's in His presence you are perfected. It's in His presence you are ordained. It's in His presence you are equipped. It's in His presence you are sent. So you don't do things by your own power or by your own ability. The spirit is the greatest builder of personality. Amen. The spirit is. The greatest builder of your personality. Submitting every part of your life. Day by day to God. He built you into what he wants you to be. He perfects you. Can somebody say amen? amen. Therefore, you don't build yourself on the unreliables. When we talk of building your personality by the Holy Spirit, we're not talking of the unreliable, by your appearance. Appearance is good. If you can do that, it's fine. But you know, people are so crazy now that they want you to know the label. And they don't now put the label inside the cloth anymore. They now put it out. Who cares? Who knows whether it's fake label? So you are wearing Gucci. Is it Gucci they call it? I really don't care. If it's okay and it fits me, I'm, I'm okay by it. Many years ago, as a, as a young pastor's wife, people will come to church and they will just be doing their shoes, their everything. And the Holy Spirit will tell me, see, all those shoes are under the chair. They are under the seat. Nobody sees it. And I will come with my, which one is the cheapest store here? Pep. I will come with my pep, and the student will tell me, go on, baby, because you are the anointed one. You are the stars in this place. Hallelujah. And I will walk majestically, and I will carry the microphone, and the Holy Spirit will be encouraging me. 
don't mind because you are the one that is anointed. The anointing is what carries the whole thing. When you are anointed, you are above all. So you build your personality in the Holy Ghost, not in labor, not in what you are wearing. You build your personality in the Holy Spirit, not in, not in acquisition. Not in what you have or what you don't have. What you have or what you don't have doesn't matter. So we were building the ministry. And it got to a point we have to buy land. And we, you know there's no credit in Nigeria. Whatever you buy, you buy. You buy cash down. And so we were, you know, buy land for our, uh, our where we have as headquarters now. Big land. And we were just like four years old then, and we were buying land, and thank God for financial management ability. You don't have to go to, to be an accountant to be able to manage money, Amen. managing resources. We bought those things, and one day the Holy Spirit said to me, some people are gossiping about you. You know they gossip about pastor's wife a lot. <laughs> Who does he think she is? She doesn't even fit her husband. Says who? Do you know more than the Holy Ghost? Do you know what is in me? Let me make you laugh. I used to say to a lady, I said, see. Eh? I have the look. I have the bum. And I have the brain. That is how you should be. If you are married one, don't be afraid of who wants to take your husband. Nobody can take your husband from you. I used to tell people I have six eyes. One here, one here, and one at the back. So I'm looking at you. You don't know. Praise God. Now that's by the way. And we bought this land. It was so difficult. And I was wearing pep, you know. And wearing pep and just doing ministry. And one day the Holy Spirit said to me, one of these people who are the ones that gossip about pastor's wife, see, when you, if you are not good, nobody will gossip about you. So gossiping is a sign that you are progressing. When they pay attention to you and they talk about you, it's because you are progressing. Who does it? You know God knows where she's getting money from. Like God knows it and it's okay. If you want to know, come and ask me. So one of them said, they said to one another, you know our mama doesn't know, like uh, Pastor Oba was saying, they call you mama. But I said, don't call me mama if you are not ready to take instruction like a mother from me. Don't call me those things. My name is Grace. You can call me my name. So they said, you know she doesn't, she's not trendy. And I kept quiet. Because it's never every time you answer people. When people talk about you, just go to the presence of God. Build your personality. Ask him what he wants you to do so that you can rise above these people. I used to tell people, when I don't attend to you, it's because how can you use a bazooka to pick a fly? So it doesn't matter what you say, what you don't say, I don't care. Except I'm doing anything contrary to the will of God. So I didn't answer them. And the Holy Ghost said, one of them is traveling to London and she's going to buy clothes. And when she brings the clothes, are you hearing it? Collect it, but don't wear it. Wow. Wow. So I collected. Wow. 
And I didn't say anything many years after. But I focused on what God has called me to do. I like to prove you wrong spiritually. I focus on what God, and the Lord did many things. And one day like this among women, I said, I want to say something I've, I've not said in years. I said, some years back, this is what someone said about me. And now, unknown to you, it was because we were purchasing this, with this land. And I said, this land that we purchased is now worth 1.8 billion. Wow. If you want wow. to buy it now, apart from the building. I said, if I like, I can close church. And say, there's no more church. And I will sell the land. And myself and my husband will go and have fun. <laughs> and I said, among all of you women, I may both to say, none of you is richer than myself now. Because I've taken the time to build myself, my personality in the Holy Ghost. In the spirit. That's what you should focus on. Build yourself. So that when the time comes, you'll be able to go like Jeremiah to do what God has sent you to do because you already discover this is what God has called you to be. Amen. Hallelujah, somebody. Amen. Hallelujah, somebody. Amen. Hallelujah, somebody. Amen. So you build your personality in the presence of God by the Holy Spirit. Don't build on appearance. Don't build on labor. Don't build on acquisition. Don't even build on achievement. Build your life on the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah, somebody. Amen. I want us to read some scriptures that talk about the Spirit. In 2 Samuel chapter 23, verse 2, we're going to be fast now. Amen. Amen. You know, it's because of crisis of personality that started selfie. Yes. In 2 Samuel 23, verse 2, what does it say? One, two, go, everybody. The Spirit of the Lord spoke by me, and His word was on my tongue. The Spirit of the Lord, which means when you open your mouth to speak, you speak in wisdom, because the Spirit of the Lord is upon you. That's what you should be proud of. Every other thing are just by the way. They're just necessity. They're just the needful. But the greatest thing, the greatest achievement is speaking by the Spirit of the Lord. In Ezekiel 36 verse 14, let's go there quickly. Let's go there. Hmm. Ezekiel chapter 36 verse 14. Therefore, am I quoting right? Okay. Therefore, you shall devour men no more, nor bereave your nation anymore, says the Lord. Now, where I'm quoting says, the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. So, one of the things I have in my note is that you must wait upon the spirit, investing in the spirit. Invest in the spirit. Invest in the spirit. Hallelujah. What do I mean by investing in the spirit? In prayer, in fasting, in worship, in yielding. These are spiritual investments. These are spiritual investments. Don't just rush. It doesn't have to be in the morning or in the afternoon. You have to create that time when you invest in the spirit. 
so that the spirit can build your personality. When that happens, the Bible says we give you the spirit of grace and supplication. In the presence of God, he will bring the spirit of grace and supplication. Have you seen many women? They don't know how to handle emergencies because they have not invested in the spirit. When you invest in the spirit, you are calm. There's, a long, there's something I used to tell people. When you are too agitated, I say, calm down. Just calm down. He says, mommy, you mean I should calm? I say, calm down. You have to calm down. When anything happened to you, anything, it's not about what happened, it is the handling. Yes. How are you handling what happened to you? When anything happened to me, I was still talking to somebody, if anything happened unexpected, you are not expecting it, it just happened. That's life for you. If you live on it, you will have challenges. Amen. So when it happened, before the people of God, I can bow my head and even shed tears if need be, but it won't go beyond 30 minutes. After that, it is what next? Where do I go from here? Do you see the way the mother of Jesus handled the marriage at Cana? They came to him and said, there is no wine. Nobody was running her task at her. He said, you go to him. Whatever he says to you, you do it. And Jesus said, woman, what have I to do with you? And Jesus' mother was not put off. If you are the one, say, is it not this breast? <laughs> if I am your mother and you came out of this womb, let me tell your neighbor, say, calm down. Yes, that's the word, chill. Just chill. Go and read. That woman knows how to handle emergencies. I like her. I say, you go to him, whatever he says, just do it. And Jesus, maybe out of the blue, just say, okay, they should draw water. What a woman. Cool, calm, collected. So that he has, he can now think, he can now reason with the Holy Spirit. When you're a woman of the presence of God, when emergencies come, you can handle it. You will know what to do next. May know some people. They are great in church. When praise worship is gone, they will shout, they will do better. When little challenge come, they don't know what to do. But if you're a person that has been built by the Holy Spirit, I can assure you the Holy Spirit will minister to you. He will tell you the reply you should give to your husband when he's angry. He will know. He will tell you. Don't answer. And he's talking and he's like, he says, don't answer, there's no need. What's the use if you answer? No, some of you say, I want you to know I know the right answer. <laughs> and you will say, Pastor Sam said we should go to history. Yeah. Not negative histories. <laughs> so that was how something that should be forgotten. That was how in 19 and in 19... 2016, 2017, now this 2018. But if you have been built, your personality has been built by the Holy Spirit, trust me, He will tell you what to do. He will just say to you, just don't answer. Not for now. 
at another time, and then when to even speak, the Holy Spirit will tell you. Amen. You know, most of the time you speak at the wrong time. Yeah. You just want to prove yourself. Yeah. To who? To your husband? Yeah. Or to your friends? Or to people around you? Don't they know you before? Yeah. They know you. You don't need to prove yourself. Yeah. It's because there is a, 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 an argument now. You just think they don't know you. He now begins to say, your head is like this. The same person have said you are the most beautiful woman on earth. For now, you are lying. Because we are quarreling. So I don't take such things in. Because you are built by the Holy Spirit. You know how to handle emergency. And whatever happened to you, you must come out of it stronger. Many people come out weaker. Many people come out. I tell you, don't ever be depressed. Amen. There's two more before, of, before you to be depressed. Amen. Who is going to handle things when you are depressed? Who is going to handle things? Recently, I was talking to a pastor's wife, and he said, my husband said, we should separate. You know, there are lots of things happening in the body of Christ now. He said, we should divorce. He said, we should do this. So, mommy, my blood pressure is rising. I said, then you will die so quickly, and in the next six months, he's going to marry another wife. Get up from there, my friend. Go and check your blood pressure, and use whatever drug they give you, and let the man know, I'm going nowhere. You are hooked for life. Marriage is not a 100 meter dash. It's a the long haul. And we are going all the way. Where do you want me to pack these children? Well, you are, you are not going anywhere. <laughs> and they came to Lagos and through some counseling and everything. And the man said, Mommy, please, I beg you, if you can do something for my wife and do something for me. I said, how many cars do you have? He said, four. Which one is her own? The wife said, it's the bad one he gives me. I said, no, from today, if you want to be a man in this, you will give your wife the best car. Yes, <laughs> and he said, I will do that. I will do. This is someone who said he wants to divorce. She went to check her blood pressure, and the blood pressure was high. I said, lower it very well, because... <laughs> what are you doing with blood pressure? Who need a weak wife? Who need a weak woman around? Somebody spoke to me. That's why I'm leaving my department. I was telling someone, you left the department. I said, never in your life should you concede your space. This space, whether in the choir, this space in the hospital department, this space in the children, I'm not giving it up. I won't concede my space. This space, he said, be careful that no one take your crown. You are too small to make me lose my space. My space is here. I'm not angry. I'm a spirit-filled woman and I'm not angry. Are you surprised? Because this is my space. <laughs> if I offend you, please, sorry. But... It's my space. I won't concede it. I said, how is it that so quick, so fast, because someone says something, you are giving up your space and even leaving the church? How can I leave the church for you? Are you the one that brought, brought me to this church? You have no power or no authority to send me out of my space. Because I have been built by the Spirit. 
Oh, one son said, with Jesus, I can take it. With him, I know I will stand. Because I've been built by the Spirit. Because you have great opportunity ahead of you. You don't know where you are going. So God will try you with everything he knows to try you with. And you are thinking it's about the people. One son, long time ago, I had a daughter that was giving me trouble. And I will say, God, how on earth did you give me this kind, this type of a child? She has like three, three children now. I adopted her when she was like 12 years old because I'm heavily into adoption. And I later realized adoption is for you to build your capacity. Yeah. The ability and capability to love the one that is not your own. And I've done that over and over and over again. So this particular one was the first one. She was giving me problem. And I would go to God, oh God, why on earth did you give me this type of child? God will say, why not you? You know when you say, why me? Why not you? Surely be me. It's you. It has to be you. It's not me. It's you. So leave me. So God said, I gave you. It's not about her. It's about you. Yeah. I'm using this child to perfect you. Yeah. You know, God's training is different from man's training. There are people in your department that God is using to perfect you. They are so stubborn and rebellious. Everybody respect. This is the one that will come late and will still be arguing. And it's like he's always turning your stomach. You know that was what killed Haman. Yes. The, even if 1,000 people bow for Haman, he couldn't bear because of that Mordecai. That Mordecai. So what is your problem? So you always have your way. I can cope with you. I can live with snake. Trust me. My mother-in-law taught me, say, all you need to know, if snakes say, the area you shouldn't touch is that tail. I will never go there. I won't go to your tail. From your head to the middle of your body, we will be managing with that. That tail, that's where you say you don't want, so we won't get there. So I can live with a snake. There's no man you can't live with. That's your husband. Even if you marry an angel, he will give you a problem. It's just to know. When you're a spiritual woman, you can live with anybody. You can be the mother of anyone. You can submit yourself. You can lead any stubborn person. If Jesus had Judas out of 12, how many do you think we have in church now? It's not a surprise. You are there. It's a department. You are there. And when time comes, you will change. Church is not for perfect people. It's for imperfect people. The ministry gives it for the perfecting of which people? Saints. Can you imagine God call us saints? That rebellious sister is a saint. It's a saint. So it's just that you just know this is this person. When you are having problem with some personality, you are not a leader. You are not a leader. I'm just having problem with that sister. That sister is always, you can't be a problem to me. I am the problem here. 
you cannot be a problem because I've gone through training by the Holy Spirit. And even as you are coming afar off, the Spirit is revealing to me, this is your thought. And therefore, you can't surprise me. You can't surprise me. I tell people I'm already impressed. Don't need to impress me anymore. <laughs> Praise God. And God knows how he will train you. But if you are trained by the Holy Spirit, this is spirit, power, and glory conference. Trained by the Spirit. Let's give ourselves to that training. For real. Not just when we're worshiping. We have been so trained that we are sensitive to the Spirit. The Spirit will tell you when to go out, when to come in, who to deal with, what to invest in. The Spirit is very detailed. He can tell you what routes to apply on a particular day. And you so trust in the Holy Spirit that as you are getting, when there is no parking space, as you are getting there, the space will just be available. Trained by the Spirit. Build your personality in the Holy Ghost. Build your personality in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Because there are great opportunity ahead of you. As I was growing up, I didn't know, but it's like, this is all you've got. Let the Holy Spirit take control of your life. And I started receiving speaking engagement from all over the world. Where I don't even expect where I don't expect to speak. And I started by saying to God, I cannot speak. And he said, you can speak. I'm the one that made the mouth. So you can speak. Okay? From all over the world. Global awards. Global awards. Recently, I was made a patron of a global organization. Amen. A life patron Amen. of a global organization. I didn't work for it. I don't know how they used to do it. Somebody will just suggest that this woman of God, this woman of God, this woman of God. And when you have been trained, the Holy Spirit, the, a tremendous anointing of favor is upon you. Amen. People that will not naturally like you will just like you. Amen. Some years back, I was in the plane, and somebody said, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know you, but I just, I'm just moved to give you $500. I collected it too. <laughs> Not so long ago, I met a man, very, 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 very wicked man. Very, it's a, they call him Elia Fada. Oh, terrible human being. I mean terrible human being. So I got this land, and again, you know I'm into everything. I'm into everything. You know why? Because if you have capacity, and you now get to heaven, and it's like, what happened to you? There is only 10%. 10% of the ability I gave you, that's the only thing you use. There will be weeping in heaven. Haven't you read your Bible? Yeah. There will be no, they will wipe your tears. They say they will wipe your tears away. Because you just get to heaven and say, so, as you have. So, I bought this land and some people were, no, there's land trust with me. I, I don't think you have that here in South Africa. Do you have land trust? 
people wanting to take land from you and all this. Oh, we have it in Nigeria. They take your land. So, and somebody said, the only person that can help you is this wicked man. But don't go there. He's so wicked. Is this, is that, is this, is that. So I prayed overnight. Been trained by the Holy Spirit. This is what people are saying. Holy Ghost, what are you saying? Say, wake up and go to him. So I woke up and I went to him. And he saw me. He said, ah, Jesus is mother. I say, here I am. Yeah, Jesu. <laughs> so after some time, he said he can help, he can do this. He can. I saw a lot of people. This is someone that they had, the governor of the state have to consult him to know how the election will go. Very rich man, whatever. So I just spoke to him, and then he said I should come back. I came back. He said, you know what, since you came, this, one, this person is like about a 70-year-old. Huh? And I'm just going to be 60 next year. <laughs> so, he said, he said, I don't know, but something has been telling me that to make you my mother. <laughs> the mother of this terrible human being. <laughs> So I was quickly scanning my spirit to know what scripture I can use to support. Then I remember that they made Daniel the head of the witches in Babylon. And he didn't reject the post. I said, by all means, I'm ready. He said, are you ready? I said, sure. I can be your mom. It is when you say I should do the lower one, I won't do. And this man said, because you are my mother, I have particular six plots in a location. My spirit says, "You give you." Yeah. I say, "Give to my mother." Wow. Living by the Holy Spirit, Amen. it brings a tremendous anointing of favor upon your life. Get out of carnality, my sister. Get out of the life of the flesh. Get out of your senses. Get out and say, this is the best thing. Let the Holy Ghost dictate to you. Let the Holy Ghost dictate to you. This is some, something that, I mean, the land is there. A lot of money will buy that land. You know, I don't know in Naira or whatever. If I want to sell that land now, it's more than 150 million Naira. I got the one they were trying to take from me. And he named me. Wherever I go, they call me Yalado. Ado is his name. Babalado. So now I'm a Yalado of his sherry land. Mm -hmm. Yalado is of his I can write it on my, my uh, what do you call it? Uh, plate number. So I was having an issue with a woman and she was coming and they said, a yellow day of, don't mind it, something, a yellow day of whatever, a yellow day of Equela. I said, I am a yellow of Sherry Land and on top of it, I'm a woman of God. Ah, she said, sorry, I didn't come to fight you. <laughs> Be trained by the Spirit. Amen. Be trained by the Spirit. Amen. 
Don't you see what is going on in the newspaper and on the television? You are the solution to this generation. You are the solution to many people. You are the solution to the problem in your family. You are the leader of your family. You have to be trained by the spirit. When there are issues in your family, you are the one to set to it. You are the one that will take the upper hand. Not the one to go under. Because you've been trained by the spirit. This is the season of the Spirit. This is the season of the Holy Ghost. Is somebody hearing me this morning? Is somebody hearing me this morning? The Spirit told me that you, some, of, some of you, I don't know how many of you have been taking over. The toil of negativity has taken over your life. Because this negative talk, negative reaction, negative thinking, it has taken its toil over you. But today, the Spirit is breaking that bondage of your life. New thing will begin to take place in your life. You know what the word is trying to do is to bring us to the post-Christian era. So that you are not a woman of the spirit anymore. You are just carnal. No, 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 no. We are not going to allow it. We are not going to allow the news, what is going on, what the word is saying, the way they celebrate Christmas, what they are talking about. We are not going to allow that. We are women of the spirit. We are catalysts. And to be a catalyst that you bring change to wherever you are. Amen. You are light and you are salt. Amen. No matter what you put, what ingredient you put in a, in a soup, until salt comes, you won't taste anything. So you are a catalyst that will be mixing. Mix yourself with them. You know, these are not the days to run away from, from social gathering. I was telling my son, my last son, who is uh, about 23 years old now. I was telling him because he's working with uh, a popular Nigerian musician. I said, you will go, and I will know if what I've been programming to you is working or not. <laughs> you don't have to keep your children from They just mingle with the world and see. I said, because when I see the table in front of you, I know you are the one drinking the Coke and the Fanta. I don't need to be afraid because you've been programmed to know the right thing. And it's a big influence on this young man. A big influence. Praise God. So you are the catalyst. You are like salt. When you come to the mix, you just stay there. And salt will never say, the oil is not allowing me to shine. The oil in the soup is too much. The pepper did not allow me. Oh, no, until salt comes in, you won't even feel the taste. You are the one bringing the taste. Be a woman of the spirit. Be a person of the spirit. Be a lady of the spirit. Let them not know you with any other. Let them know you as a spiritual woman. You know there are spiritual women. There are spiritual women and there are carnal women. You, when you see one, you know. Spiritual women are easy to entreat. Amen. When they hear the word of God, the word of God met them. Yeah. Some women, even if you open the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, they won't change. They say, you see, pastor, what you don't understand is that. What can't I understand here? <laughs> We're talking the word of God. Yeah. Wherever the word of God stops, that's where they stop. They don't go further. This is what the Bible says. And they say, if the Bible says it, I agree. Those are spiritual women. Amen. Do you want to be trained in the spirit? Amen. We still have many scriptures to read. Okay, let's just read some. Let's just read some. 
Oh, my God. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11 to 14. Let's read some. Hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord is telling me he's healing some people this morning. Amen. He's healing some people. 1 Corinthians 2, verse 11 to 14. For what man knows the things of a man? Except the spirit. Except the spirit of the man which is in him. Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. Except the spirit of God. Hallelujah. Now, we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given unto us by God. The training of the spirit will teach you the things that are yours. And when you know the things that are yours, you don't need to argue with people. You go to the corner of your room and decree a thing. And they are established. This thing we also speak. Not the word which, which man's wisdom, which man's wisdom teaches, but the Holy Spirit teaches. So the Holy Spirit is the teacher. is the greater teacher. So when you want to be trained, you listen to the Holy Spirit. But with the Holy Spirit, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Verse 14. I think that's the last verse we are reading here. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. Nor can he know them, because they are how? Spiritually discerned. It is by the Spirit you can discern things. You discern evil. You discern the, a, a person. You discern who to marry. Because some of you have started the day. Is this it? The man I'm going to marry must. <laughs> and the man God wants you to marry is passing by you every day. <laughs> and you are not looking. Because there's somewhere you are putting your mind. And the man is passing every day. Every day. And looking at you, you are looking. You can't discern. Because you are not a spiritual woman. If you're a spiritual woman, you'll be able to know. Praise the Lord. Amen. I say praise the Lord. Amen. Where do I read again? Romans chapter 14 verse 17. I'm rounding up already. Amen. Amen. You begin to hear God clearly. Amen. You will begin to hear God clearly Amen. on every issue of your life. Romans, he says, for the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but what? Righteousness. What again? Peace. What again? In where? It's in the Holy Ghost. It's in the Holy Spirit. And sweet Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is so sweet. You can do everything in Him. You are conscious of Him wherever you are. Wherever you are standing. You are conscious of Him when you are making decisions. It's not in drink and meat and everything. You don't rejoice in the Holy Ghost because you, you, you bought a new car. It's in the Holy Ghost. In righteousness. In peace. Peace is the acid test of the things of God. There are certain things. God will put peace in your mind. And you will know I have peace. There is a calmness in my spirit. And therefore I can go ahead. Because that is the kingdom of God. Shout hallelujah somebody. Shout hallelujah somebody. Amen. Amen. In Exodus 20 from verse 18, as I begin to round up, 
Exodus 20, from verse 18. Now, all the people witnessed the thunderings. You know the reason why? People don't want to be trained by the Holy Spirit because they think it's hard. They think it's hard. They think they will not be able to do what they like. Yes, it's true. There's what is called submission to divine restrictions. But it will pay off. Because you must have been built. You become a woman of strong character. By the Holy Spirit. Now, all the people witnessed the thunderings, the lightning, the flashes, the sound of the trumpet, and the mountain, and smoking. And when the people saw it, they trembled and stood where? Afar. We are talking of spirit, power, glory. Ah, This burning of a thing. I don't think I want it. They did that. Look at what they say. Then they said to Moses, you speak with, you speak with us. Pastor Obabi speaking. Whatever Holy Ghost tell you, Pastor Obabi telling us. Mm-hmm. So you come to just hear from Pastor Uba. No God for yourself. Amen. You speak with you speak with us, and we will hear. But let God speak with us. Let not God speak with us, lest we die. You see the lie of the devil. It is a lie. Yes, the zeal of God, the burning spirit, it doesn't burn you. It won't burn you. You have burned out because you are not burning with the spirit. I don't even know what they call burnout. I hear a lot of pastors go on sabbatical. I don't understand what it is. <laughs> and they are so proud of it. I just came back from sabbatical of uh, three months. How? I'm too restless to go on sabbatical. How long do I have on it? I'll be doing sabbatical again. And they do that because they are burnt out. Yeah. I traveled to America many years ago, and one man of God was telling me, where's your wife? He says, she's tired. I said, tired? Is it the same ministry? <laughs> Once I wake up in the morning, life begins. Yeah. There was a time, I preached a message here. Huh? I think I preached a message, uh, uh, motivated beyond fatigue. Yeah. What is fatigue? You jump up from your bed by the Holy Ghost. He will strengthen you. Have you had something like he went in the power of the Spirit? You can go in the power of the Spirit. They say, lest we die. How can you be with God and die? Let's read. Let's finish reading it. Go ahead. And Moses said to the people, do not fear, for God has come to test you, and that his fear may be before you, so that you may not sin. If you see the manifestation of God sometimes, it's because he wants to test you so that you will not sin. Let's see. Let's see. Is there anything? So the people stood afar off. They stood afar off. But Moses drew near into the thick darkness where God was. It's time to go where God is. People of God, go there. Nothing will happen to you. Be committed. Be zealous. Nothing will happen to you. You will come out okay. Moses went inside that thick darkness, thick cloud. To the people, it was like a burning fire. But to Moses, it was like an air-conditioned place. He went in and came out, and the glory of God was shining upon him, and they couldn't even look at him. Those people that were insulting him before, they now respect him. Do you need respect from people? Be trained by the Spirit. Be trained by the Spirit. 
If you're a minister, be trained by the Spirit. That is the place of your power. It's not about what you have, what you don't have. That is the place of your power. That is what people will respect in you. Are you hearing me? If you're a leader, be trained by the Spirit. If you're a housewife, you need the Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit train your personality. You will not have low low self-esteem anymore. You'll be confident in yourself. You don't need anybody to motivate you because you have been in the school of the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost has trained you himself. And this conference is just the beginning of the new things God will be doing in your life. Let's rise up as we pray. Our time is up. Let's rise up as we pray. Let's rise up as we pray. Let's have the music people come around quickly, quickly. Thank you, Jesus. Begin to pray in the spirits. We are standing on the rock of God's principles. Conduct, life, strength. You can just pray with uh, non-language, say, Lord, Holy Ghost, I submit myself for construction. Yes. <laughs> Demolish every contrary thing in my life and build me afresh. Yes. Crumble. Crumble every contrary thing in my life and build me. Build me. Build my personality. Build my life. Destroy insecurity in my life. Some people are just insecure. Destroy that insecurity. Make me secure in you. Take out every negative thing in my life. I submit myself to the training. Pluck my feet from the net of the enemy. Pluck my feet from the net of the enemy. Place me on a solid rock. I surrender my life to you, Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. I need you. Holy Ghost, I need you. Build me up, Holy Ghost. Train me, Holy Ghost. Manifest yourself in my life. I'm dealing with all my carnal nature. Dealing with all the carnal nature. All evil speaking. 
envy, malice, jealousy. I'm dealing with them. The spirit of anger. Dealing with them. Holy Ghost, I need you. Holy Ghost, I need you. I need you. Born every chaff. Born every kind of nature. Somebody here, you need divine order in your life. Every area of my life. We all need it. Just pray, Holy Ghost, bring godliness into my life. Rearrange everything about me. Rearrange my life. Rearrange my life. Rearrange my spirit. You arrange my soul. Order. Order. The spirit of order. The spirit of order. Come into my life. Orderliness. Hey. Order my life. Shabarababa. Now you are going to pray that the Holy Spirit will break every ungodly pattern in your life. Your life is like sometimes it has happened before. This is you go in circles. You are not progressing by the power of the Holy Spirit. Every ungodly pattern be broken. Be broken. Your story is changing. Your story is changing. Every ungodly pattern, every ungodly circles, every mysteries, every bad routine. It's broken. It's broken. You are a child of God and God's got a purpose for your life. Every ungodly routine, every ungodly pattern. Yes. Every mysterious thing that you cannot explain. Every contrary thing. Broken. Hallelujah. The Lord is saying to me, He's enlarging the territory of this ministry. There are 25 of you that God has given to the set woman in this place, because this is a women's meeting, and to the ministry, 25 of you, if you feel you belong to that category, lift up your hand. God has given her 25 of you to build together. Lift up your hand very well. It's a conviction you have. And remember, when you are a hand lifter, when you are supporting, like people were lifting the hand of Moses, they were not smelling his armpit. 
Because if you put your nose inside my armpit, as anointed as you may think I am, it will smell. When you are a supporter, you don't smell the armpit. You just do what you are told to do. God will fix the rest. Receive the spirit upon the set woman in this house. So that you can carry this anointing. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive strength from the inner man. From now on when they say something is to be done, you know you are being spoken to first and foremost. You are the one the Lord is talking to. Because you are a hand lifter. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive this anointing in the name of Jesus. Let there be a transfer of the anointing. When Moses was overwhelmed with the work of the law, the Lord said he should separate some people and let them come to the tent. And they came to the tent. The Lord took out of the spirit of Moses, not another spirit, not independent anointing. He took from the spirit of Moses and he placed it on them. Receive that spirit of teamwork. Receive that anointing. Receive that spirit that support. Receive that spirit that stands between the gap. Receive that spirit of hand lifters. In the mighty name of Jesus, as you begin to take care of the things of God, may God begin to take care of your thing. You are here. God is about to bless you tremendously. And it's for the purpose of the work of God. The Lord is going to give you financial breakthrough. And you will know this is there is prosperity with a purpose. Receive it in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. The Lord is saying, somebody, you have been in a storm lately. The storm has been so much. The storm of life. The sea has carried you to and fro. But by the anointing of the Spirit, I declare, peace be still. I bring peace and calmness into your life. I bring peace and calmness into your situation. I bring peace and calmness into your heart. I bring peace and calmness into your home. Into every situation that troubles you. Peace be still. In the mighty name of Jesus. There's a new beginning for somebody. You lost your job sometimes ago. Maybe because of your godly stand. Hmm. God is turning that captivity around. He's giving you another job. He's giving you another job. So many things that God is saying and revealing. But time will not permit us. Just pray in the spirit quietly. Yes. I don't know if someone have a court case or some kind of the Lord is saying you are going to win that case. Amen. You are winning that case. 
Oh, I need you. Oh, I need you. Every hour I need you. Oh, bless me now, my Savior. I come to you. Lord, I need you. I need this very I need you. the wind of the Holy Ghost blow upon everyone in this assembly right now. Let the power of the Holy Ghost blows upon every life, upon the old and the young. Yes, Lord, the married and the singles. Let the Spirit of the Lord blow over you. Let the anointing of the Spirit blow over you. Let there be transformation. Yes, Lord, let there be transfiguration. In the presence of the Holy Ghost. Let no life remain the same. Let the power of the Spirit begin to do His work. Upon the life of every soul right now. Yes Lord. Begin to speak to us clearly. Speak to us in the realm of the Spirit. Transform our life. And we shall know that something definite has taken place. That we have been in your presence. Thank you, mighty God. Let's just thank the Lord for this time. Let's just bless the name of the Lord. And let's pray for Pastor Uba. Please come. Just stand. Stretch forth your hand and pray. I'm telling you that God is taking this women ministry global. Global, 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 global. In a short while, people will be coming from other nations. To come see what God is doing in your midst. To come see how yielded you are. To come see the kind of vessel he has made out of you. And this will be the catalyst that God will be using to pioneer this great move of God. As it was in the day of Catherine Kuma. Oh yes. Stretch forth your hand. And let the spirit of the Lord strengthen God's woman. Receive strength. From your head to your toe. Let new being things begin. A new manifestation. A new anointing. A new awareness. New revelation. New utterance. The Bible says, what advantage? In Romans 3, what advantage does the Jew have? He said, because to them the oracle of God has been committed. God is committing the oracle of his word unto you. Receive it in the name of Jesus. That is your advantage. 
That is what you got. The oracle of God. The oracle of God. That's why the Jews are what they are today. So to this congregation, to this ministry, is committing the oracle of God further more than ever before. Breaking depth of his word. Deep calling unto deep. Deep calling unto deep. The manifestation of the spirit and the power of God. Even in a greater dimension. We bless you with the blessing of the Lord. We bless you with the dew of Hamon. I bless you from the bottom of my heart. I bless you that you'll be like Joseph. That your branches will climb the wall. And go to the other side of the wall. That by your hand, great and mighty things will happen. Miracles of healing, of restoration. Miracle of blessing the people. Is being released to you. Is being released to you more than ever before. You shall be aware that you have been called from the womb. You have been separated to take the word of God to the nation. Our time is up. Lift up your hand and just thank God and bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.